0: Change your perception of what you're looking at, and everything changes. Hey, my name is Giorgio O'Genis, and this is the How To Do Life podcast. If you've ever felt that no matter what you try, something is missing, then you're in the right place. My aim with this podcast is to begin filling in those blanks for you. So open your mind and get ready, because I'm about to show you an entirely different way to look at your life. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. If you don't know who I am, my name is Giorgio I'm a mindset coach. In this podcast, I'm giving you everything I've got in terms of tips and tricks. These are the kinds of helpful advice that I give my one-on-one clients and my group coaching clients to help get a different perspective on life, no matter what it is, whether it's business, finances, relationships, general mindset and psychology. I'm here to give you what I've got because I know it's probably going to help at least one of you. And that's the point. Now let's get into this topic because this is going to be an interesting episode. Talking about the value of constraints. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean by the value of creating constraints and using constraints to your advantage see typically especially this day in age where we have access to so many things we assume that access to a wide variety of things abundance if you like is actually our advantage in my experience it's actually created a lot of setbacks and disadvantages for people Because now that you have access to everything and anything, it kind of makes it difficult to decide what to do with what. Now that includes your time and your finances. And so what I've found with a lot of people over the course of my career is that people are fighting for the opposite of constraint, they're fighting for freedom. They're working as hard as they possibly can to get all the money in the world because they think that's going to give them freedom. Or they work really hard to try and get themselves into a position of work where they don't have to work as much because they believe that's going to give them a sense of freedom. Or having access to tools, having as many books as possible, or having as many tools as possible, or as many friends as possible, whatever it might be, there's a desire for more of these things with the assumption that it's actually going to give you a sense of freedom. When in reality, and this is out of the page of the Stoics, is that constraints. Is actually what can set you free. Now, the reason for that is because when you create constraints for yourself or some form of restriction, you're actually pushing yourself into a degree of growth and resourcefulness. You've got to be resourceful. You've got to start thinking outside of the box to start solving the problems that you're trying to solve in your life. Now, usually most people aren't looking to use constraints to help them become resourceful they think more resources is the key to freedom but i haven't found that to be true something that startup wise startup investors will say is that giving a new startup a whole bunch of money or capital can actually kill the company Because what ends up happening is the CEO thinks, well, the problem that we're dealing with in our company to launch it and grow is that we don't have enough money. And so they get a huge amount of money invested into the business, and that's been poured in. But because they don't have the necessary constraints to actually think creatively and resourcefully about how money and time and resources are allocated within the business, the money gets poured down the drain. It gets put into things that aren't necessarily fruitful. They're not necessarily bringing a return on the investment in the business because they think that if they just pour money into everything, that it's going to be better. But that's the equivalent of pouring gasoline on a fire. That just makes the fire bigger. It's still burning. You don't necessarily want to burn everything just for the sake of getting a flame really big. Because if you can get a hot flame that's dense, that's small, but it's really efficient, that's greater than having a huge, huge fire that's burning as quickly as possible. That's really inefficient. And so we assume that if we just pour more of stuff on, that will be better because it makes things bigger. But constraints actually get you to think creatively. It gets you to start thinking about, how can I do things more efficiently? How can I use what I've got to get further? as opposed to how can I get more to try and get further? This is a really interesting topic because it's predominantly a mindset issue. It's not a resource issue. Something that I teach a lot of the people that I consult with and my students is that nothing's missing. I won't go, this podcast episode isn't really the place to go into that principle itself, but we assume that we need more of something out there. But if you Apply the simple principle of nothing ever being missing, and that what you need, you have. That suggests that you have all the resources you need. You're just not utilizing it. You're not making the most of it to get the most out. It's the equivalent of being given a huge lemon, and you're just doing like one tiny little two second squeeze. Squeeze, that's all the juice I can get out of that. It's like, well, hold on a second. You've barely put any effort into it. And because you started to feel a little fatigued, or maybe you didn't have the strength to squeeze the lemon enough. Or maybe you didn't have the leverage of a citrus fruit juicer. You're just saying, well, that's it. That's all I can get. And so you throw that lemon out and then you're going to get another one to squeeze for another two seconds and get a little bit of juice out. And then you're like, nope, that's it. We're done with that one. Give me more lemons. So the problem to that issue, pardon me, the solution to that issue is we need more lemons. Is it? Is that what you actually need? Is that the true solution? Or is it that what you truly need is to become more efficient and more effective with juicing your lemons? Maybe you need a lemon juicer. Maybe you need a citrus fruit juicer or a lemon squeezer. Or maybe you need some kind of leverage to help you squeeze more juice out of these fruits or these citrus fruits. So I find that we tend to not spend enough time extracting as much value as we can out of what we have. And the reason for that is because we have access to so many things that very few of us genuinely have constraints. Now, you might feel that in your life you have some kind of financial constraints because you're not earning enough, but that may not necessarily be the case. Whenever somebody has told me they're not earning enough, what I'm usually hearing is I'm spending more than what I'm earning. I'm spending more than what I need to. If you actually become creative with your finances and you start imposing constraints and there's plenty of content out in the world about how to create constraints with your finances and get really creative about the way you shop for groceries the way you do date nights the way you watch movies or get entertainment culling off subscription services that you're not using but you're being charged for whatever it may be and believe me this is the year to do that as we go into some economic decline You want to start leaning out some of your finances you can create fabricated constraints in order to reserve some of your finances and you'll find that you might start doing things that are free you might start doing things that require less money but create more fulfillment and meaning for you and that's you being resourceful that's you being creative What's happening there is you're actually pushing yourself to use your creative mind to do things that you wouldn't have otherwise thought of. But as a result, you discover things you wouldn't have otherwise discovered because you were too busy seeking freedom and abundance and everything you possibly want instead of just creating constraints and getting creative with it. The value with creating constraints is that we learn what we're capable of. The best analogy that I can give you is that If you think about two people in a dynamic, let's say it's a sales dynamic, one person needs more money and the other person doesn't need any money. And they're both selling. Who do you think actually has more freedom in that scenario? The person who doesn't need any more money or the person who does need more money. Now we assume that the person who doesn't need any extra money is ultra wealthy. And that's why they don't need any more money. But that's not necessarily the case. I didn't give you that detail. Because the person who doesn't need more money is someone who has decided that they can work within the constraints of whatever finances they have. And they don't feel the need for more money because they're willing to work with the money that they have. It's only if you feel like you need more money that in any financial exchange dynamic, let's say a sales scenario, if you're the person who needs the money and you're making the sales pitch, you have no power and you certainly don't have any freedom. It's the person who's making the financial decision or the person who needs the money the least is the one who has the power. So, if you don't actually have a huge net worth for yourself, how do you create financial freedom in that regard? Create constraints within your life, tighten the financial belt, get creative about what you can do with the little finances you have and create more restriction with what you have. So you're not going to be spending any money. And then you've created a buffer of cash that you can save. And so in any scenario, if someone's trying to pitch you on anything and you're like, I don't need that. And I'm not the one who needs the money. You're the one who has the power. And the person who is pitching you on making some kind of a sale might have millions, but they're seeking more because they believe they need more for business growth, for status, for payroll, for whatever it might be. Constraints can actually set us free. Years ago, early in my career, I certainly wasn't making as much as I am today. And initially I saw that as an issue. I saw that as a problem, like it was trapping me. But what I found was when I actually sat down and did the work, I was like, this is probably the most free I'm ever going to feel because I'm making the least amount that I've ever earned. And most people would look at that and see that as a frustration or a trap or something like that. And I thought, well, no, if I'm able to actually work through and work with the finances that I have today, then if I earn any more money than what I have today, all of that is gravy. All of that is a bonus, as far as I'm concerned. And if everything else is a bonus on top of this, And if I'm earning more money, but I can continue to live with these constraints, even though I don't have to, but I get to choose to, I continue to maintain a sense of freedom. So typically what I've done at any stage in my life, as my financial wealth has grown, is I haven't immediately gone and inflated my lifestyle in order to match this new amount of income. Instead, what I've done is I've perpetuated the living circumstances that I was in, which was never dire. It was hygienic, it was safe, like I wasn't living in a rut or anything like that. But I would perpetuate that state for longer than I needed to, because I knew I could. And it created a huge sense of freedom for myself. So financially, instead of creating what's known as the lifestyle creep, which is your lifestyle growing to match how much money you're earning, create constraints with your lifestyle, and you'll find that you get to experience the same sense of freedom. because typically what we see, and you probably know people like this, there are people who continue to earn more and more money, but they spend more and more to match their lifestyle. They're trying to keep up with the Joneses, or maybe the Kardashians. But what they do is they step onto a treadmill that they struggle to step off, and it becomes a trap. Because now they're trying to spend money on clothing, on trips, on holiday homes, on uh bags luggage shoes experiences going to these fancy restaurants making sure that they're with the in scene wherever those restaurants bars and clubs might be all because they're trying to keep up with something which has actually in and of itself become a trap and this is something a lot of my students and clients have heard me say multiple times is that the thing that you perceive will set you free is actually a trap And the thing that you're perceiving as a trap is the thing that will set you free. It's a total paradox. And I could do a half day seminar just on that one quote. The truth is, if you perceive that more money is going to set you free, the reality is more money is going to create a desire for you to spend more money, which puts you into a trap of a lifestyle. Call that the rat race. You've probably heard of it. Whereas in reality, the constraints you're dealing with, which is what you currently perceive to be a trap, is actually the thing that's trying to set you free. And when you realize that, you gain a whole other mastery in your life, like a whole other level of mastery. It's profound. And anyone who gets this, once they get it, they know exactly what I mean. Because they've actually sat with the problem and explored how their current constraints are actually setting them free. So you want to use your constraints to your advantage, to create freedom for yourself. And if you feel like you don't currently really have constraints, start creating some, create constraints with your time. Are you being too liberal with your time? Are you spending too much time on various tasks or projects because you can, you've got the whole day to do whatever you want. One of the things that creates a huge amount of anxiety for entrepreneurs who take the leap and leave their day job is they go from having structured time, having to show up to a place nine to five, to not having any work to do at all. And now, well, they have all the work to do in the world, but they've got all the time in the world to do it. And so they have zero constraints there. And then they end up experiencing a significant amount of anxiety. As Soren Kierkegaard has said in his paper, Fear and Trembling, is that anxiety is the dizziness of freedom and there's some truth to that it's like you've got all this freedom of time and you start to experience anxiety because you're starting to feel lost and out of control whereas if you create a bit of a constraint i'm going to spend one hour on this exercise 20 minutes on this task 15 here another hour here a 20 minute break here or a 40 minute break here you start creating some structure not so much structure that you've trapped yourself again but enough structure for you to actually follow through with these Um, compartmentalized timeframes, you've created constraints for yourself instead of having the whole day to work on something, you've given yourself an hour. And you would have experienced this in school. You've been given two, two or three weeks to get an assignment done. You don't do any of it. And then the night before you cram, you've artificially created a constraint for yourself because you were given two or three weeks but you used only a few hours to get it done because that was the few hours that you had left. So let's not behave like we were when we were kids. That was me, by the way, that's something I did. If you actually create constraints for yourself, you're more likely to get things done, you will be surprised with how much you will get done in one productive hour, as opposed to eight hours of unproductive work. And there's lots of sayings like that in the productivity space. So if you're creating constraints for yourself, either with time or with money, because they're usually the two metrics that most people care about, you will start to see things transform for yourself. You will get more things done. You will save more of your money. You will be able to get both your time and your money taking you further. And that's ultimately what we want, right? We don't want to just kind of dilly-dally around and make no progress financially, and make no progress with our time. We want to feel a sense of productivity at the end of our lives. Like, I actually got some cool things done. I did some really amazing things. The way you do that is by creating these constraints. Otherwise, if, you've got, if you give yourself all the time in the world, you won't do anything. And if you were given all the money in the world, you'd just spend it on stuff you don't care about. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you don't care about because if you actually stop and slow down and do an audit of your life, if you were to write down a list of all the things that you have spent your money on, that your hard-earned money, make no mistake about it, you've worked really hard to spend the money that you've got, and then on the other hand, you did an audit of all the things that you love the most, activities, experiences, the moments that you've had with people that you care about the moments that have opened your heart that have humbled you that have inspired you you will find the ones that you actually care about the things that you give a shit about were the closest to free that you can find if not free i get to experience moments where the smile on my daughter's face just has me nothing but present with her or hearing her coo or laugh or seeing a moment where my wife connects with my daughter and they're both laughing and smiling with each other. That costs me nothing. Just a moment in time. The things that we think we care about are usually the things that cost a lot of money. The things that we genuinely care about are the things that are closest to free, if not free themselves. So let's get real and start creating constraints for yourself, especially this year, because You don't want to wait for the world to impose constraints on you, and then you having to adapt to that, because most people struggle to adapt to world-imposed or environmentally-imposed constraints. Whereas if you're already living with your own constraints, the world can try and impose and inject a whole bunch of constraints on you, but you're like, I was already doing that, so I'm fine. While the rest of the world is struggling to adapt and roll with that. Be the wise one. I mean, I know you are a wise one because you're listening or watching this podcast and consuming my content. This isn't for everybody. This is for the people who know they are different, who believe that there's something more to kind of tap into with life. And there's another perspective that most people aren't getting. If you're here, I know that you would take this tip and use it to your advantage. So create some kind of constraint for yourself. Try it for a week then try it for two weeks give it a go for a month. and You'll be surprised by what you learn. And you'll be surprised about what you're capable of achieving and how far you're able to take what you have into wherever you want to go in your life. So if I can give you one tip that's going to last a lifetime, start creating constraints and continue to use them even when you don't need to. And you will have mastered the game of life far beyond what most of the population out there in the world will do. Everyone's fighting for the opposite of constraints. So if you're standing in the middle of the crowd creating one, you've mastered the game. And that's what we're here to do. Play the game, enjoy it, and master it in the process. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you go and execute and you start creating some constraints for yourself intentionally and start setting yourself free by using your constraints. Even though it's paradoxical, it's one of the things that's going to set you free give it a go. And please make sure that if you are getting value from these podcast episodes, the only thing that I ask is that you leave a review or share the content with people you know. That's what helps get this message out. And that's what we're here to do, to get this to as many people as we can, who we know need it. Because that's the only way they're going to find us. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. I love you. I'll see you in the next episode.